Welcome to Women's Words, a podcast where we change the conversation about abuse and healing and provide a place for women to be seen and heard. We're your hosts, Hila Rogers and Jenny Decker. We are all living downstream from a multitude of stories, themes, and ideas of patriarchy. Some of these are cultural and some religious, and of course, there are intersections between the two. Together, we want to challenge the forces that have pushed women into this stream. We will discuss a variety of related subjects with the goal of creative growth and awareness. If you're triggered or experience distress at any point while listening, we encourage you to use grounding techniques, push pause, or take whatever serenity break works for you. Your safety and health are important to us. Let's begin. Okay, we're back again with Jody Austin, and she was on our episode last time sharing a little bit about how she escaped literally, physically from her a very abusive marriage and sharing with us also some of the challenges she had dealing with spiritual abuse in her church. And we are back with her today to hear more of her story and finish out this topic. And I always go back to like, well-behaved women rarely make history. Yes. And I loved that quote when I was a well-behaved woman. But it was also like, I think a calling from God, like Um, it's going to be more than this. Yeah. And it was also when the seedling of like midwifery started in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I can stay here and be well-behaved. Right. But this is not what God has for me. Yeah. And so what does that look like? Right. Uh Because we want to be loving. We're not wanting to hurt people. Right. No, not at all. Right. That is not at all what we're talking about. No, and more I think of it, like I'm walking into spaces where... There are other women who are in a place with enough safety in their life that they can speak in this situation. So maybe also save a little trouble for the next girl. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because I think that's where I am right now. I am very much, especially with women, Mm -hmm. I love to build women up. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I just even out, I want to tell you, oh, I love your nails. I love your hair. (laughs) Like, or if I know you personally, I'll, you know, give, you know. Yeah, I wanted to roll down the window of my car and be like, I love your shirt. You know, and I thought, well, no, that will just startle her. <laughs> That's right? a little awkward. Yeah, but wait, do you say, like, look at you doing shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So, but I also, on the flip side of that, have a very, very low BS meter now. And so I will also call you on it. I try very hard. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read Think Like a Monk. No. Um, it's pretty amazing, and he is talking about how most people think that monks take a vow of silence, and he said a lot, a lot of them do. He said, but for the most part, it is we are so quiet because so many things don't need to be said. Mm. And he said we literally weigh everything before we say. He said, so if you ask us a question, there's this long, awkward pause because we are trying to decide, is this coming from a right heart? Mm. Will I leave them better than I found them? Does it need to be said? And mm. so... That is what I'm working towards because I'm kind of quick sometimes to just call you on the carpet. (laughs) But my heart is to bring change, not to diminish you as a person. But I am really working very hard on making sure, does this need to be said? And is it from the right heart? Well, and I also, there's something here with this. Because as women, we're told to be silent. Right. And our voices are denigrated or ignored or minimized Mm -hmm. and as girl children same so I just want to bring something together here with the anger yeah is good 
Yes. It's energy, it's focus. Because people will say, in terms of what you just said, right, she needs to be, no, just bear with me. Right. You know, she needs to be aware and, and <laughs> quiet. See, I know why you're laughing. Yeah. You know, like, but instead, yeah, that. it's that, it's oh that cage, it's that catch 22 again. Instead, <laughs> we're talking about a restraint. Not a right. silencing ourselves. You're talking right. about being impeccable with your work. Yes, I am talking yes. about I but, don't ever want to hurt anybody right. the way the church hurt me. Right. I don't but ever want to rip somebody around. to shreds with my words. Yes. I may call you on the carpet for your behavior, right. it's different. but I don't have to do it with talking about your mama or, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> yes. I want to come at Insults you with. Insults I don't want to do it like that. Are different. Yes. But I needed, I think it's very important to bring that up because yeah. that is another way in arena where women are silenced right because they're told you're just being divisive you're right not being respectful no sometimes i'm not being respectful right. because the situation is not respecting me as a person yeah. and 100%. you need to hear agree that. Yeah. you know yeah. yeah that's funny there's a situation so this is an old story but i um went camping so we went camping with like a group of us there was one boy in our group and he had his own little tent. And we, um, but we went camping at college. So it was like a road trip. We drove like 15 hours to get to the beach. Um, we went camping. We were all, it, it rained a lot. So you didn't know it was going to rain, but it, you know, so it was raining. And we were like playing cards in one of, in the bigger tent. And we were playing cards. And one of the, um, the only boy there who is actually still a good friend of mine. I love him. He's a, he's a wonderful man now. And I don't really know him now. But um, uh, his name's Richie. And he told me that I had a big nose. I do have a big nose, so um, but I was not okay with it at that point, and <laughs> and I it pissed me off, said. like uh -huh. and how he said it, and uh -huh. it was kind of like rude, and, and I also, think meant to hurt me. We've talked about how why do people have, maybe you and I haven't, I had had this conversation. Why do people feel like they can comment about women's bodies in any way? Right, yeah, right. we did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't remember. We weren't fighting. It kind of came out of nowhere. So. I can imagine it could be something like that. Like I just am going to comment about something I see right. because I have that yeah, right. He's, he's not that. Know. Kind of guy. Okay. He's a very like. Yeah. I don't know. He's okay. a pretty humble guy. So okay. I don't know. I don't that. remember the context. I just remember he said it. It pissed me off, and I told him he was an asshole, and <laughs> I, and I was mad, and I was like, I was really hurt. I like cried, and like we kind of like went. I think we both left the tent and like went separate ways. Um. Oh, I left the tent. I was like, fuck this shit. My best my best friend at school like came with me, and she was like walking with me and I was like I just don't see why you would like do that like I don't know it felt like he was poking an insecurity and I think he was okay. and um and it, whatever anyways like I came back he was like I'm sorry I was being an asshole and I was like yeah thanks <laughs> so we went on but there was this other girl in the tent who was like Jesus isn't happy oh, that you, you called go. him an asshole and I was like <sighs> yes see, that's a great example mm -hmm. to sum up everything we're talking right. about. Right. Because I would like to say he admitted it in the end. And he was like, right. sorry, I was. Uh, well, and here's you know? my thing. And it was if simple. she's calling out accountability, did she call out him and say, Jesus is not happy that you did this to her? Right. No. And I was like, I don't think Jesus is like that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think he was being an asshole yeah. and I told him and he said, I'm sorry and we're fine now. And I don't think we need to pray about it. Right. And, and, it was, and, right. It this, <laughs> and, and unfortunately, because I've had two other episodes this week in my own life when other women yeah. were trying to minimize right. me, were trying to control yeah. me in this right. kind of way. Anyway. 
And that's a whole And that's part of why, like, we named the podcast Women's Words. And I love that, like, we're kind of, like, circulating around it because it's been hard for Mm -hmm. me to verbalize, like, why that meant so much to me. And because a lot to other people that we bounced off. Yeah, because I was like, why? Because I came up with it and Hailey was like, maybe, like, I don't know. And I think we have different. I some parts of it right away, but then we were. We have different experiences with church, but I grew up a lot with, like, there being a lot of weight on oh, men's right. words. What this meant to and yeah. there is like the word of God. Yeah. And of course, I don't want to get it like confused yeah. with that because I'm not trying so glad to. You're talking about this. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like, uh, yeah. I don't know, there's a word yeah. heretical. Yeah. You know, but it's more like when everybody, like, we all sing the songs, we all like get on the same page, we have arrived at church, and then someone's like, please wait while the word is shared by a person with a penis. You know, right. <laughs> I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, and great, I'm glad. And they're like, silent and listening. Totally, they're silent and they're listening. And, and there's like a weight. A, yeah, and at least uh-huh. a framework of respect, even yeah. if totally. inside. I, I have this other friend yeah. who, she grew up a pastor's kid. And yeah. we went to an event recently together, and I said, okay, I didn't really like that part where she was talking about, like, blood and sin and blood on our hands and stuff. She goes, I didn't even hear that part. I go, what, why? And she goes, I was doing a makeover on the speaker. And yes. I was still, like she was completely dissociating yeah. because of yeah. that's a survival technique. Yeah. But you know she didn't hear some of that. So my point is, mm-hmm. you can have this silence of respect, and not everybody's listening. Totally, right. for sure. But it's still. But just uh, the difference. A, um, it's a space given. Totally. Well, it's okay. Exactly. So f- yeah. I was asked to be a guest speaker at a church because yeah. that's what I mean. I do teach on Sunday mornings from the pulpit. Yeah. Um, and it was for doesn't matter it was another (laughs) congregation and after I finished I had somebody come up a guy and say it's crazy you're such a good teacher you can teach to men and women (laughs) and I just stared (laughs) at him right and I just tilted my head and I said am I supposed to teach differently to the different groups and he was like no but you just command the attention of the men too and i was just so taken aback mm-hmm. by that yeah. statement mm-hmm. and it he meant it so much about. as a compliment right, right right but it was flabbergasting to him yes because we don't allow this space for women to speak right. we don't hear from women we don't know that they can think right like intelligently and independently and right and it was insulting amazingly. to you to to be inferred that being a woman means right. that you can't command the attention of different right. genders. Well, You're like it's so sad to me too because he literally it's his first experience. Like that was a new thing for him to realize. Right, a hundred percent right there. And my church now has a female who's a pastor and that's been really healing for me. But I think historically there has not been enough space for no women to mm. speak. And so that's and why And we've talked about that yeah. even with mm. ourselves. Like why we make here. this mistake. It's why we're here. Yeah. We make this mistake sometimes. Like, I I think just this week for myself. Say there's an actor or something, and yeah. I'm like, well, she's really good. She's just I I just as good as she's man. just as good as a man. Oh. <gasps> Did I just think that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the messages we absorb are that. But it's so crazy because in the church it's mostly made up of predominant yeah. women. Oh, oh, right. in this specific, t- oh, oh, in in the, the, just in across, yeah, yeah. Not, not just leadership. across them, attendees, yeah, yeah. attendees, right. and oh, so, I think I'm remembering the thing I was going to talk about earlier with when okay. I was a kid, nice, <laughs> but I don't know a piece of it, the power differential, yeah, yeah, in yeah. life, so, you know, a male adult and a female child, 
Yeah, huge that's differential. the greatest yes. power differential yes. in our yes. society. Right. Yeah, and I think that's so. what makes it so uncomfortable walking into those meetings. Is I'm walking into a meeting and I have a different understanding of my worth than they do, and so right. it becomes very uncomfortable. So like I've been in mm, several meetings. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, several meetings with men in the church on committees who were like deciding my fate, so to speak. And I walk in and I know that I know that I'm going to walk out of this room and do whatever I want to do. And I'm going to do whatever I think is best because I had already come to that. But I walk in knowing that they think they have the right to tell me what to do with my life. And they're mess. I am just coming out of that. I am just coming into the awareness that I, in myself, as an individual person, have this much worth, period. I told my ex. But it feels uncomfortable because of all of this I told my ex, I'm going to do what I think is best. And he said, on whose authority are you making that decision? Mm -hmm. And I'm just, that's exactly what it is. And, like, he was a bunch of an asshole to, like, put it into words. But all the other nice guys around me believed the same freaking thing that he did. But they weren't saying it. But it was really clear in the meetings because they mm -hmm. would dominate the meeting. Right. And we've talked about how in every mixed meeting Mm -hmm. with men and women and different people were in the yeah. men talk way more right yeah so and my and words like were seen to... as like suggestions about my life wow so, yeah so there's yeah. like what they think is like truth yes what i think is like a suggestion yeah and i'm coming out like, of that myself personally yeah like i used to think that about myself yeah that what i said was a suggestion yeah. not that i'm above their pay grade yeah. i'm this is the third time yeah. i'm using your yeah. phrase you're like yeah. i love that yes. i know yeah. because yeah. i yeah. am because that just happened to me this week i realized i know more than they do they don't have yeah. a category for you yeah like, there's no category right and right then, and in these interactions that i had i literally knew more but yeah. i'm i'm becoming more comfortable with that yeah. that's factual and yeah. i don't have to feel because i've been told that power means abuse also, that doesn't mean I'm better than that person yeah. or I'm going to harm them somehow. It just means I literally know more about this right. than you do in this case. So let's talk. Yeah. We can if there's one thing it. you could um, like say or even give to the church that would help create a safe space, what would it be? Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know, but the chances of any church in America not having a battered woman sitting in their congregation is next to nothing. Um, I think it's actually more rampant in the church because it's more accepted in the church because of all of the misinformation and um, again just cherry picking what you want out of the Bible and twisting it and turning it to make it fit what you want Mm -hmm. um don't get me started on the whole submission thing it does not mean what you think it means Uh but they take it and they run with it and it allows the men to do anything that they want and the woman is supposed to say yes sir absolutely and to which i always say when show me one place in the bible where it says that your man's voice trumps god's Show me. Silence. Right. Silence. And right. When, and when the question is who is in charge, then our, we're not asking the right question. Our, right. Our goal is not relationship. No. And mm. where in the right. Bible is it not Ooh, about relationship? That's good, Jenny. Our it's all relational. Relationship. Yeah. And I like what you said about, what what did you first said? Some You didn't say check your privilege. <laughs> you said something like Educate that. yourself. Educate yeah, yourself. educate yourself. Yeah. Because that indicates an openness 
individually. Yes. So my my 12-step emotional sobriety groups say keep the focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, I would say, as a segue to what you just said, if people would just approach church and truth that way, mm-hmm. if they would just say what is really true here and not be afraid of the truth, yeah. not feel like I have to know what it is so I can throw it at someone else's head, yeah. you know, but just like truth sets you free, whatever it is. So yeah. let's find it. And it is always connected with love. Mm-hmm. And that can just bring us all together. Well, and also to not feel like, as the church, that you have to have all the answers. Right. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I, when people come to us for counseling, we will tell them we can give you the spiritual aspect of that. And that's huge. That is yeah. important. Yeah, and another perspective. Mm-hmm. Of, of yes. However, here. again, triune mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. So you need to see i can't tell you how many people we have said you need to see somebody who specializes in trauma mm-hmm. not just a counselor not somebody at church but somebody who is licensed and trained mm-hmm. in trauma Absolutely. and i mean that that's literally what changed my entire life yeah. i was literally burning my marriage down i was yeah. telling Hila yesterday that i'm burning my marriage down mm-hmm. and um we kind of went to counseling as a pat on the back of hey we tried it all mm-hmm. all right let's do this and then but we're you out go. you both went. we both went and he met with us one time and said you ha- you guys are so broken individually mm-hmm. that how can you possibly be healthy as a couple and broken was not a judgment no it was a description of this can be fixed yes and he never met with us together again mm. it was always Good. individual yeah. and he did emdr with me and just trauma counseling mm-hmm. and that changed my entire life the church needs to become trauma informed yes and it's hard to become trauma informed i wouldn't call myself trauma informed i've been through trauma right but i haven't studied it enough to really understand all the ways it shows up yeah the ways that well and they need to learn how to deal with things so Mm -hmm. i think i shared with you guys uh at one of the meetings that from the pulpit somebody got up and was talking about divorce is wrong Okay, what women just heard is I'm stuck because I don't want to upset God. What you need to do instead is talk about what a healthy marriage is because then you yeah. hold both sides accountable. Yeah. And then if and some it's a relationship. and it's relationship Not and men, this is how system. you are supposed to treat your wives. And here's my thing. Every time they're like, the Bible says you're supposed to submit. This is what I tell the men every time I'm like, that is a biblical principle. You don't get to live the life that you're living that shows no signs of the Bible and then pick the one that you want because you want your wife to do something for you. Right. I'm like, you become a godly man and then you'll begin to understand that that's not what that scripture means anyways. Yeah, and, and you'll be so busy on your own self. Working on yourself. That you yes. won't have time to worry about mm-hmm. someone else. There is a horrible country song, although very catchy. Put another log on the fire. <laughs> Bake, cook me up some bacon and some beans. This is oh. the man singing. Oh. Yeah. And it goes on like that. So. Oh, oh I thought he was laughing over there. <laughs> um, yeah. So that whole model. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you have anything else that you would like to, like where we left off before the break or that you would like to? We're planning on things? putting show notes. So if you have resources that you love, mm-hmm. especially if you 
wouldn't mind sending them to us. Okay. We can include those. So awesome. If well, there are people gonna, that want to yeah. educate themselves, they yeah. kind of have a place to start. Yeah. Oh, we'd yeah. Go. We'd like to start a website with even a resource list and a permanent place oh, people yeah. can go to find. Yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But, yeah. That'd be great. We can collect them all up in one place. I was going to say about the trauma-informed, too. Mm -hmm. That circles back to what you were saying about being open. Mm -hmm. Because that's really what trauma informed means. Yes. Is not blaming the person <laughs> who's experienced abuse. Yes. And I'm trying as of this morning not to use the word victim as much. Yeah. Because it's the reporting party or it's the person who's experienced abuse. Yeah. You know, again, there's a shortcut mm -hmm. that we need sometimes with yeah. words. But but if you're trying to just see the why of situations, not the how, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that would be a lot of what sums mm -hmm. up trauma informed, which is yeah. Another word or phrase for saying just love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And the first, I think the first step is to interview them separately. Like what you're talking yeah. about. Like when you see that this is a complex this situation, we yeah. need to talk to them in a safe place separately. And right. ideally, <laughs> ideally in a safe way. So that might mean mm -hmm. like, you need to talk to her when he doesn't know you're talking to her or even vice versa. It wouldn't be safe for most people in abuse to come to the church together, go in two different rooms yeah. and then leave. That's not going That's to be a safe okay. situation. No. Well, and the, we need the to come high in. level manipulation yeah. that can happen yeah. Yeah. with yeah. mental and emotional abuse. Yes. People fall for it all the time yeah. that are yeah. coming. Oh yeah. You know, people are coming for help mm. and people are like, Oh, but it, it must be this, that the, person with the mm -hmm. skills yeah. tells them it is. Yeah. And, and if you know you're not trauma-informed, then you can send them to somebody who's trauma-informed. Well, but the th I think the thing is with the church is they have to learn to hear and value a woman's voice before they can ever be trauma-informed. And we can end the podcast, right? <laughs> really, though? Really? Can you say that again? Seriously. The church needs to learn to hear and value a woman's voice before they can ever be trauma-informed. Yes. Because they'll listen to a man's trauma yeah. and understand it, yeah. but a woman's is devalued and labeled, mm -hmm. and if you would just do this or just do that, then your marriage would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much time we have. <laughs> Not that long. But we were just, what we were just talking to Tara Josiah about is that men aren't hurt either in right. these broken systems. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, they are in the way that you just described. Right. Yeah, I think their emotions aren't heard. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Because they're, they're not allowed to show those. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're yeah. trained not yeah. to show those. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for thank coming. You guys. And This was so um, much fun. Yeah. Do you want to tell us before we go, like, more about, like, the ministry you're involved in so people know how to find you? Um. Well, we are actually just helping out with the church right now. We are... Um, about to launch our own, but that'll come a little bit further down the road. Um, we are about to start a podcast called Rebellious Religion, yeah, which is <laughs> talking about literally rebelling against everything that the Western religion says, because mm -hmm. it is not, God <laughs> is not white and Jesus is not draped in an American flag. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got chills. I have to point out that Terry Josiah and the other room is like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I got so chills. It is like, literally about uh, rebelling yeah. because they have filtered Jesus's message mm -hmm. through the American mindset, and yeah. that's not who he is, and that's not what it says. So we yeah. are simply 
challenging people to get back to the basics, to examine themselves, be self-aware like you taught, because we all, if you've been in a church for any amount of time at all, you have those religious connotations, yeah. and you've yeah. got to be able to rip those out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's start from yeah, from start scratch. from scratch. Start from bare dirt. Yes. Because yeah. then the seeds can be planted and beautiful yeah. things can Exactly. Grow. Yeah. Well, look at you doing shit. So that's <laughs> Jody, Jody <laughs> Austin. Yeah. yeah. If you guys are that's looking perfect. for her. I love it. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope this helped you change the conversation. If you like this episode, we invite you to subscribe, leave a review, or share on whatever platform you're using to listen. It will help others to find the show. Speak on. This episode was sponsored by Studio 916 at the Sand Creek Library branch of the Pikes Peak Library District in Colorado Springs, Colorado. If you or your business or organization are interested in sponsoring this work, please contact us through our Facebook page or at thriverwomen at gmail.com.